Are you an empty nester looking to downsize from the family home? Are you finding your home no longer serves the purpose you bought it for? Do you need to declutter and don't know how or where to begin? If so, this podcast is for you. Hi, I am Belinda Woolrich, downsizing expert, author and director of learning at rightsizeyourhome.com.au. Welcome to the Right Size Your Home podcast series, where I share insights, knowledge and the Right Size Your Home framework to help and support you move through the process effectively and efficiently with a practical step-by-step roadmap on how to overcome the fears and challenges of right sizing and plan to make the journey a fun, stress-free and profitable process. So let's move on and welcome to everyone attending this online workshop. workshop. We'd love having you here and it's terrific that you've um, made the time and effort to be on board today. Thank you so much. Our best wishes also to you, your family and community and friends health at this time. You know me, Belinda Woolrich, I'm downsizing expert, author and also learning director of Right Size Your Home. And I would like to welcome Ben. So welcome, Ben. Thank you very much for joining us on this webinar and podcast today. We do appreciate your time. All good. How are you? Very good. Very good. Ben is an experienced director. We have worked together on many, many occasions and he has a demonstrated history of working in the real estate industry. So very good at this pre-sale work and pre-rental work. And um, he's skilled in construction, carpentry, customer service, management and sales. Strong professional is Ben and I can vouch for that So um, because I've worked with you a lot before. And certificate three and four in carpentry and also certificate four in residential building with TAFE New South Wales. So thank you, Ben. Lovely to have your expertise, not only in the um, technical part, but also many years, well, not too many. Yeah, okay. A lot of years in um, the practical side as well and running a business. In a while. All right, so what will we learn today? We're going to cover some main topics. Why do we need to make the property shine is a big one. Why are we here? Why are we talking about this? And why do we do this every day? Also, 10 top tips um, to make your property shine. So that's from years of experience. And we've also got some before and after and case studies. So some real, um, those of you on the webinar will be able to see in the video, but podcast, we will describe it to you. Then what's the risk? What what mistake can you make? We can talk about that too. And wrapping up with top tips and what to expect from the process, how to do that process. So Ben, thank you again for sharing. I'm gonna ask you some few, a few questions and some major points on the why. So why do we need to make our property shine? Now, when you and I have worked together, we've really worked on pre-rental, pre-sale. And most of your work, would that be right? Most of your work is around that pre-sale um, tactic yeah. for, for, for homes? Yeah, I think at least at least 50% of it. Uh, a lot of it all begins from the moment you step foot on the property. So uh, you can see in the points there, um, street appeal is number one. Yes. Yeah, street appeal, most definitely. And those that can't um, see the photos, we've got a picture of a house there that has a really tidy looking front um, and an updated fence, nicely painted. Um, And that's all about attracting people into the property in the first place. So pictures can tell a thousand words, 
videos tell a million as we've had it on another podcast, but then the drive-by, it's the drive-by as well. When it looks like that, we want them inside. Definitely. And so interior, Ben, tell me about the interior and exterior also, why focus on those parts as well? Just a, a bit of updating. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the old handles, um, doorknobs, uh, lots of items in the bathroom, um, towel rails, all that sort of thing can all be removed and replaced quite easily. Uh, there's, there's quite a few we get into uh, down the track and we can go through those. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we'll give some examples of what they are. And it's all around. So if we're creating a really nice street appeal, we've got a really good presence on the road. And then bringing people through all those things you just mentioned, if, if we're not looking after all of those things, we're really letting people down. So we're setting an expectation. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right, so if you could take us through um, one to 10 there, Ben, that'd be really great, please. Sure. The, the screening off I put there, just uh, a lot of uh, outside uh, backyards looking out, uh, look onto unsightly features. All these can be fixed quite easily just with a few posts, some nice hardwood battening, uh, painted vertical or horizontal battening. Uh, we can sort of screen out most of those things. Um, th there's many different ways you can do it. I've done it with... Uh, with plants and stainless steel wires, those sorts of things. Mm. Um, we've got the, the cladding over current uh, exterior. Um, one, one, one job we did once was they had some open breeze box sort of 70s look walls. Uh, what we did was just run some, fix some uh, battens to that and then horizontally uh, run some hardwood decking over those. Turn, turn the seventies looking property straight away into something straight out of straight out of this year it looks modern. Amazing, that's good. And interesting, you should say that a seventies property is very popular within the demographic that listens to this and our readers of the book and our listeners to the podcast. We, so, we a lot of people stop by commenting what a difference it made. Yeah, isn't that uh, nice? Cool job that you know, sort of people look at it and think wow, that's going to be difficult to fix. It's amazing how, how easily and how beautiful it can look. And pretty affordable as well. Absolutely. Interesting also that number one, where just back to that, where you talk about the unsightly outdoor features, often on a deck, I think, and then also uh, our, our vendors, I guess, or future vendors that are thinking about doing their property, they may have lived there for 30, 40 years, so they're very used to it and don't see it as an issue because it's yeah. been there for so long. But someone like you walk straight in and can see what a simple fix it is. Yeah, interesting. Okay, and then of course, for those people who are coming to inspect the property, um, they, they're going to notice it straight away, really. So if we can preempt that and do something about it relatively inexpensively, it's great. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, move on to number three. The doors and handles, I think we covered, but we can change the sort of the, uh, as you say, the 70s style sort of white knobs to something like a matte black uh, handle, uh, all relatively simple. The hooks and tapware, um, plumber can change that over pretty quick. But the okay. difference it makes, even in an older bathroom, just really brings it into, into this century. So. It does. It's not unusual for you and I to walk through the house and say, okay, all right, we need 14 sets of door handles. We need 
XYZ taps, XYZ hooks. And instantly when they when a whole sweep of that is done, it can really make quite a change. Yeah. Um, we've also got the front fence there, which goes back to what we were talking about before, the street appeal. I think, you know, if you've got any sort of rotted, rotted old fence or, or no fence, um, doing, doing an up or installing a new one just makes an absolutely huge difference to the uh, street appeal. Um, mm. You'll probably see that later on with the um, examples I've given you. And uh, just to, to bear in mind too that the people that we're really marketing to are the people buying the home. They will have different uses than our downsizers for their front garden. So if, if it was open, for example, well, the new owners may bring a dog, children, that sort of thing. So it really does. And it also enhances that security. And they all do the drive-by, you know, before. Yes. Or when making an offer, we all do a little drive past and see what we're buying. I think um, just that look, when it looks beautiful from the front, drive-by, along with the garden being done. You've done that in a previous podcast. Uh, that mm. um, really makes such a huge difference. Enha enhancing the house and even also something as simple along with that too is um, a letterbox and new numbers. New numbers, they make a big difference. And they're $15 from Bunnings. Exactly. <laughs> All the little tips and tricks. Mm. Mm. Um, what have we got? We've got fresh coat of paint. I think that makes dramatic differences. Um, if you get the colours and that right, using a modern colour, um, obviously you'd probably know better than I would, but white, white inside for the... A, a thousand shades of white, there are. <laughs> exactly. Um, but on the outside, you can go and be a bit bolder and go something like a darker monument or that sort of thing. And uh, I think those all make a huge difference. Just what, what a day can do of painting. Mm. And I definitely recommend getting some colour assistance. So there are certain companies that where you, if you buy a specific amount of paint, they can do a consultation or you can have someone independently um, look after your colours and furnishing selections, etc., as a package. Definitely worth the investment if you're looking at getting thousands of litres of paint. Definitely worth getting the right colour. Couldn't agree more. And we also, we often cover up feature walls, um, some textured finishes, um, fessor blocks, have I got the right terminology there? Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. all and, and another 70s look is the um, vertical panels um, of timber. Yeah, which is now coming back in. Funny you should say that. Yes, that's right. A lot of vertical battens, vertical screening, vertical fences. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, but even like, even on a front fence, a coat of paint can really just, just lift that. You don't even need a new fence if yours is in decent Correct. condition or, yeah, just a coat of paint. Lovely. Mm. Okay, moving on. We've got flooring, uh, a lot of the properties, uh, as you know, have old carpet. I think most people know underneath. We have um, yeah, older timber boards, but not a lot of people know how easy it is to pull up that carpet and sand, sand the surface or install the new sort of floating floor over the top, um, some nice new skirting rather than the something a little bit more modern, little square, square edge rather than the big old large colonial style. Mm -hmm. A lot of people like that. I think that really... Yeah, uh, really makes the property shine. Um, it just makes such a huge difference. You'd know that very well. 
Absolutely. And sometimes the difference between having an overall deep clean of the carpet, it sometimes can be a bit of a false economy um, and putting down new carpet gets another 15 years or whatever it might be. We've got the opportunity to potentially remove some smell because we, ha we do often have musky or if there's been pets in there for a long time, um, but also colour. Um, and, and the new carpet smell is very, is very appealing. Sometimes, like you said, we uncover some really nice timbers underneath, um, in, especially in those 70s houses. And even um, older houses in that actually have a wider board and are often in very good condition because they've been covered up for 50 years. Yep, and they're stunning. Stunning or They're sad. stunning. You can pay a lot of money to get those boards down. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them you can't even get anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lovely. Mm. Uh, we've got the outdoor deck. Uh, that's a big one for me. We do a lot of those. Um, even when there's old pavers, um, when you walk in, they sort of look a little shabby, a little sunken. What we do is we can either put a new deck over it or a floating deck. Um, in units, that sort of thing, as long as the uh, balustrade height complies. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, even new new decks out the front uh, over over old concrete stairs, we've done them. All those sorts of things, you wouldn't even know how simple they are just to batten over the existing concrete substrate and then deck straight over the top of them, and you've got this stunning, beautiful timber staircase or timber steps at the front. I think that makes a huge difference. We, we really do a lot of those and love the look of them. Couldn't agree more. And the, um, fr from a pre-sale sort of specialist point of view, the, um, the desire for the indoor-outdoor living and the desire to make use of those spaces is, yeah. is so high. Also, I think uh, what I didn't mention was you can, if you do have an existing uh, deck or timber surface, you can sand it. And they re-oil it and it comes up beautifully for pre-sale. Lovely. Um, or just replace just the decking boards if you've got an old deck and the structure's still okay. Mm. Up and put new ones down. Quite simple. Mm. Um, we've got consider painting old fences. So a lot of the old treated pine turns grey. Some of them go a bit ugly. What we've done a lot of is spray them like a black uh, or a dark colour and with the um, greenery in front of it really the fence really disappears and it's quite quite amazing what a difference an ugly old fence can do with uh, just a, a simple coat of paint and some greenery some landscaping around it dramatically changes the look of the backyard and those on the video there's a there's a funny image there but that's the perfect example of what you're talking about um whereas we could definitely plant out some nice glossy green leaves in front of that uh and spray that first and that dark color looks magic it does. you can just see the picture changing with a bit of trees in front and that fence disappearing absolutely yes and of course the thing to remember here with these is every property is different so um, what you and I are talking about are general ideas. They've been done many, many, many times, but of course it's quite specific property by property, but these are our top 10. Yeah. So they apply a lot. And then comes interior styling. There's a big one. You're all very specialized in that area. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it makes, we've got to get those basics right, make sure the room's right, the floor when all of that sort of stuff, and then the furnishings in 
is the cherry on top. Absolutely, it just makes such a such an amazing difference when you get it done properly. Um, we go to many properties that aren't done or styled properly, and the difference you see when you walk into one that is, you, you notice it straight away. I think many people looking at properties know the difference between a styled one and one, and you know, because we see the other side of it, the dollar yeah. value that it gets them is uh, so different to the ones that don't do it. Yes, absolutely. But that's coming from a customer, but I just see the prices that they get. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, we've done so number 10. But. Yeah, that was just old timber finish. Uh, I've had old brickwork. Uh, we've just plastered over um, old finishes, like you say, the old stucco finishes, like the textured finish. We can sheet straight over the top of those. Uh, it really brings like piers, that sort of thing. Um, by sheeting over them and painting them the same colour as the walls, I think is another huge little tip. Uh, people think it's quite difficult and they've got to live with that, you know, exterior brick on the inside. Uh, but it's very simple to fix. It is. Thank you. They're really, really good tips. Hi there, Belinda Woolrich here, downsizing expert, author, and also director of learning at rightsizeyourhome.com.au. I'd like to briefly let you know about our fantastic online training courses, helping downsizers get in control of their downsizing journey. Part one of our course is shifting your mindset. This is about understanding the right time, moving roadblocks, and how to be ready for your downsize. Part two is the great declutter challenge. This is about planning and getting stuck into your family home declutter. Part three is adding value to your family home. How to profit with your best sale price and process. I hope you love the courses as much as me. Give it a go. What are you waiting for? You'll find them and much more at www.rightsizeyourhome.com.au. Ben's also been kind enough to share some before and afters, which um, if you're if you're on the video, you'll see, but we'll just do a bit of a descriptor. And if you can talk about what you've done, Ben, in this particular pool corner. Well, that's actually just a small one. I sort of thought just shows really what a difference a day in the backyard can do for a carpenter. Uh, that was an old pool lid that we, uh, that my paver actually fixed up, built the wall and then, uh, we just literally built them a new front hinges. They're going to put some cushions on top of that. And then there was, he liked it so much that he was to see what we could do with that pool equipment. Uh, obviously, you know, it wasn't in the best position, but looking onto that, that looked directly from the, uh, what would you call it? The living room straight onto that. Mm -hmm. And said, what can we do with it? And it's got a lift off lid that they can still service the pool equipment. Uh, all pretty all pretty small and simple, but it just showed what a difference. That was just a day in the backyard. Mm, sure does. So cleaning the pool, no doubt. You've cleaned, got some um, fresh coping on there. Um, a lovely matching timber uh, lift up um, storage top. And then also you've covered up, you've made that pool pump disappear. 
um, which looks really good. I think once that timber grays off a little bit, they, they chose not to oil it, let it gray off a bit, which a lot of people go for now. Mm. Um, I think we'll, we'll really blend in a little bit more as it goes off and the tannins run out. should look great. And you've also um, cleaned up those bricks there a little bit, so some soft wash on, on the wall is terrific. Mm. This one, this one, I think, was a great one for uh, older property, as you said, like the 70s. This was a 70s handrail uh, that just looked a bit dated. Uh, a simple sugar, sugar soap and black paint. Uh, just a few hours, really. It looks like a different house, I've got to say. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, and then we saw it in a Cocoa Republic uh, Instagram post, almost the exact same balustrade that we were going to pull out but we thought we'd try uh, put it painting it black and it looked stunning so that's um the classic metal um upright balustrade with that was it a, a plastic top plastic wrap top on plastic top exactly yeah the mission so, brown plastic lovely so that's all been painted black also um the stringer side and then also i uh, put some new carpet down and then, which, and then you've got the floor there as well, which makes it look like a completely different property. So a bit of care, a bit of cleaning, a bit of love and a bit of paint. And it's completely rejuvenated. Mm. Lovely. We talked about first impressions being so critical. Uh, and we've actually got a free resource on that, which I'm going to tell you about um, later on. There's a special section on street appeal and why it is so important. We touched on it at the start about drawing people in. Well, these photos here, I think, are a perfect example of how you've managed to update it and given a message that this property is really good and it's well cared for. Mm. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Well, it hadn't had a fence its entire life, this property. Uh, the owner asked us to put a new fence up and what, see what we could do with it. That was the sort of design we came up with with the black top it's got a small shadow line across the top with the vertical spotted gum battens that's what i'm saying the vertical <laughs> there's that vertical coming back in um and i think it really created an entrance to the driveway the driveway's now been replaced with new concrete and i think now just the, the street appeal that place has uh it's just changed dramatically uh really happy with the finish of that uh owner loves it so uh, pretty all, all happy there. Excellent. Okay. And then we've got a rejuvenation of a back deck by the it looks. Rejuvenation, yeah, absolutely. This one, uh, it wasn't exactly what I was talking about. This one, we actually had to replace the joists, but in a lot of lot of circumstances, the joists and bearers are still all right. So what we can do is just pull up the boards, like you can see in the left-hand side photo, and then just replace new decking boards and you end up with that old gone just with new boards over the top of the structure still are right underneath and just makes a, a world of difference you can see from those photos you sure can you sure can <laughs> often in often in our sort of 60s and 70s places um the the decks are often half the size that they could be so if there is an opportunity and, and you can expand it, and obviously obviously there'll be some um, planning constraints in there that you'll need to investigate, 
Um, but if there's opportunity to make this outdoor living enhanced, not only by what you're saying there, but potentially squeezing some more space out, could be yeah. another option. That, that one opened onto the pool, which you can't see in the photo, but like it became a beautiful indoor-outdoor area with yeah. the elevated seating and then rolling onto the pool was beautiful. Mm. And you might, be, you might have a three-bedroom house, but with a double-sized deck or a deck that's looked after and opens up into a landscaped area, um, it feels like a four or five-bedroom because it's just got that extra living space. Yeah, it just invites you out there too. Mm. Fresh, fresh decking. All adding significant value, definitely. All right, so Ben, what's the risk? So um, all of this obviously is an investment. What are the things, what are the risk points that um, our downsides need to look out for? I think the number one was obviously using the license, reputable, usually recommended. If you can get a recommendation, I've found most people are really happy with the recommendation. Um, from, I was working with an electrician today, it was recommended. Um, the owner was really happy with them. Uh, just think it makes such a difference uh, if they've got a name or come recommended. Uh, the risk really is, yeah, I've seen some horrible jobs coming from, we don't need to name any names, but websites and that sort of thing. Um, and yeah. th there's no care because when you know someone uh, and, and you've been recommended, you go that extra mile to keep that recommendation going. So I think that makes yes. sense. Or even being recommended someone by someone like yourself. I think yeah. you know that I'm going to do a good job for you. Um, yes. what makes yep. a huge difference. That's right. And, and you can never believe everything you read on the internet is my, my no. view. Um, just be wary. And I like your comment about having personal recommendations. I hired someone and they did this particular job and look at the result and I was very happy. So, yeah, it's very important to exactly. have that recommendation. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if planning on selling for profit, uh, just don't overcapitalize. I think that was the big one. You see a lot of people just keep going and going. Um, and we sort of stand back and think, oh, you, you're spending, you're not going to get all this back. We can see it. So I think maybe ask the tradesmen what they think. Um, you know, if they're good, they're going to offer you advice. Um, they're not going to want to keep charging you. Um, yeah, well, that, some, that, tradesmen, that, some tradesmen, some tradesmen will. I guess that's when we go back to the item one then, don't we? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, or, or, get, or work alongside someone who specialises in this, this pre-makeover because there are certain points where you need to stop. And we always recommend that whatever dollar you put in, you should at least get two back, at least. Um, but then if someone's potentially pressuring you into doing more work than you're comfortable with is, is, is another um, mm -hmm you know, question mark raised there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't blow the budget. Wrapping up now, so our top tips from you then, please. What to expect and what are the top tips? Well, I think uh, definitely I've written that uh, to know the final cost. Uh, people like to have a budget, know what they're going to spend, know what they're up for. Um, I think that's great with the larger jobs, um, with the smaller jobs, not so much. You can sort of do on a cost plus basis um, because mm -hmm. they're harder to quote the small jobs. Um, I'm talking simple sort of two to three hour stuff. But if 
you know, the larger stuff like we do, um, you know, decks, all those sorts of things, the fixed cost is a great way to go. Mm. Another thing is the, the lead times involved. A lot of people will say choose a light, but you can't get it for three, three months. Um, lounges, you, you'd know all of those um, and would run them through all of that, I'm sure. Uh, we've got the same problem when we order timber. Certain, certain timbers, you know, we have to order from, say, WA or that sort of thing. And they really take a few weeks to get there. And sometimes we're working to two or three week timelines to get them on the market. Um, so we sort of have to steer away from those sorts of things. Um, and that's what I've written with the tradesperson, the pros and cons. Yes. You know, we, we can offer good materials, but yeah, some of them have a, a lead time. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, this, the fourth one is, you've already covered it actually, um, about expecting the double on your return. And I completely agree with that. Mm, that's great. And um, an extra note there saying, make do the makeover for your target market, not for you. So if you don't like something that's been recommended, it's actually fine <laughs> because you're not buying the place or you're not going to rent it out. So it's um, a hard one for them to get over. But yeah, yeah. And a hard well, thing to pay for when you actually don't like it. Yeah. It is difficult, but usually at the end, you sort of change their mind. I had a lot of people that then wish they could stay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That is so good. Thank you so much for that um, presentation there, Ben, and that wrap-up and those top tips. Really, really useful. So it's been great to chat with you. You too. Nice to speak to you. If that's great. And if, if you want any, if you've got any questions or you want to contact Ben, just come to us at hello at rightsizeyourhome.com.au and we can pass anything on or ask any questions or, or connect you up. Um, as a bonus resource from this webinar, we are going to um, give you a preview or a free copy of the seven secrets to selling your property. Um, so it's property selling power. That's what it gives you. Um, you can get that if you go to rightsizeyourhome.com.au. Go to our courses. There's three courses there. Go to the um, property presentation course and you'll see when you scroll down and have a look at the course, there's a free preview and you can download that resource. And it talks about street appeal and all those sorts of things. So I think you'll definitely get a lot out of that. It's a good read and a good quick uh, read with stacks of value packs in there. So talking about what's on offer for you, we've got the um, ebook or my book. If you prefer a hard copy, you can order through the website, but the ebook is available for instant download. That's at rightsizeyourhome.com.au. And those three courses, in three parts, we've got shifting your mindset, which is the entry course. Um, it's quite short, should take you about an hour. Um, part two is the declutter challenge. So that coaches you through the entire declutter of your home. And then part three is about adding value. And that's really uh, what we've talked about today. So it's um, definitely a great pick for you if you're wanting to add value to your property. So if you go to rightsizeyourhome.com.au, you can purchase that and go through those courses. Stay tuned for some more exciting workshops. We've got coming up with some more special guests. Next one is five of the best techniques to stay calm and motivated during a right size. It, we, want, we aim to have it as stress-free as possible, but it can get quite stressful. 
Um, we've also got coming up after that, and how do you dispose of things you don't need? So a special guest from um, professional eBay trader will be talking to us. Looking forward to those two. And then the third one, how to profile your buyer or tenant. So that's making over your property. Who are you selling to? And then what changes would be specific for them? More information on those at rightsizeyourhome.com.au and events. So I'd like to close by saying thank you once again, Ben, for coming on board and being so helpful with your knowledge. You're welcome. That's great. And just a parting comment for our listeners, once you believe in yourself, understand you're doing the right thing. The project becomes purely a logistical process. So if you want to know more, you can call on that number or email at hello at rightsizeyourhome.com.au. Thank you. Belinda Woolrich makes no representation and gives no warranty as to the accuracy of the information and does not accept any responsibility for any errors or inaccuracies in or omissions from the information contained herein, whether negligent or otherwise, and shall not be liable for any loss or damage howsoever arising as a result of any person acting or refraining from acting in reliance on any information contained herein. No listener or workshop attendee shall rely solely on the information contained in this as it does not purport to be comprehensive to render specific advice. This disclaimer does not purport to exclude any warranties implied by law which may not be lawfully excluded. This workshop which includes any resources supplied is only for the use of the intended recipients and is confidential and or privileged. Belinda Woolrich shall not be liable for any errors, emissions, viruses, loss and or damage arising from using, opening or transmitting this workshop.